Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by the captain, Kerry Rich. Kerry, a big week for Gamecock men's basketball. Two huge victories for South Carolina. Uh, win over Texas A&M on the road this past Saturday, and then last night uh, the 11-point victory over LSU. And the Gamecocks are now tied for first in the SEC, Kerry, and the remainder of the year. Uh, things are looking very bright for the Gamecocks. We've got seven games left in a regular season. Uh, certainly the Gamecock players and coaches can't get caught looking at the standings now. But if you look at them today, the Gamecocks are tied for first. Big week for Gamecock basketball. Big week for South Carolina. Going back to uh, this past weekend, um, Texas a and Well, let's take it back a little bit further. I think when the Gamecocks started this four-game stretch, most of us had it tagged as the toughest four-game stretch of the year. And I think uh, it would be hard not to argue that it is, it is indeed the toughest four-game stretch in the league uh, in in the season for South Carolina. Um, when they got off to the slow start by not beating Georgia, uh, there were some that uh, that gave up on the Gamecocks, thought the season was over with because they knew and understood the difficulties of going to Texas A&M. They understood the difficulties of playing against Simmons-led LSU team, and, of course, Kentucky is coming to town on Saturday. So uh, there was a, um, uh, I like to say that a lot of the, uh, the fan base became unnerved. But the one thing that I've always talked about, the uh, locker room and the sanctity of the locker room, the players and teams and coaches, they don't pay attention to the outside noise. Uh, they don't get into scrutinizing and trying to figure out and process everything that goes on in the win or loss. What they do is find a way to put themselves in a position to win games, and that's exactly what they did against Texas and them. They knew it was going to be a tough environment. They knew that um, in order for – uh, South Carolina, the Gamecocks, they have an opportunity to win. They needed to do a few things. Uh, they needed to pack their defense. They needed to pack uh, their rebounding. They needed to pack their free throw shooting. And this particular game, they needed to pack their offense. That's sure. Uh, that's surely what they did. And Sedaris Dorwell had 25 points, nine rebounds, six assists. Michael Carrera added another 20. He's been unbelievable. Uh, PJ Dozier had some big moments on the road. Uh, that freshman continues to get better. So it was a big, big Saturday. And I think that win, that success gave them confidence uh, going into last night's game against LSU. Um, you know, the three keys uh, I talked about going into uh, the game against LSU last night, I thought, first of all, they needed to be South Carolina, that is. They needed to be really, really good offensively, meaning they needed to score baskets. They needed to score points because if you score points, uh, what makes LSU so good is, when Ben Simmons rebounds the basketball and he initiates offense, he initiates fast break opportunities. Well, there's an old adage. Well, there are two adages that I always like to apply to my commentary when it comes to basketball. Um, if you want, if you don't want teams to play fast and play and play in fast break situations, then score the basketball. Because if you score the basketball, that slows them down. Because obviously they got to take the ball out. South Carolina did that, so they took it away. Um, they took that away from Ben Simmons and LSU playing fast. Uh, secondly, I thought they needed to feed off of the energy of the crowd, and it was a great, great crowd, great basketball atmosphere. And I do think this basketball team fed off of the energy of the crowd uh, last night at the CLA. And lastly, I thought two of our players needed to come up big. I thought two of our players needed to at least return uh, to form. Dwayne noticed and uh, Lamonis Chekevich's. Uh, with Lamonas, uh, no, he didn't have great numbers uh, statistically, but he provided a presence. Uh, Chris Silver, the game probably was a little bit too fast for him. 
stage was uh, uh, just dynamics uh, weren't with him last night. So we needed a presence from Lamona that he provided that presence, played with a little bit more confidence. And Dwayne Notice hit a, a few timely jump shots, had 15 big points. And I thought that was the difference. And you look at my three keys prior to last night's game, um, I, I like to say that all three came to fruition. And um, those were some of the reasons that the Gamecocks were able to get it done last night. Yeah, tremendous atmosphere at the Colonial Life Arena last night. The Gamecocks a winner over LSU and South Carolina now tied for first in the SEC at 8-3 and three in the conference. Kentucky and LSU are also at 8-3. and three. Florida, Texas A&M 7-4. Georgia and Vandy are 6-5. and five, And everybody else is below 500. Seven games left in the regular season for the Gamecocks here. Kerry, let's talk about Cendarius Thornwell for a moment. He had 25 points in the win at Texas A&M on Saturday. Backed that up with a 24-point performance last night in the win over LSU. Kerry, he had struggled with his shot a little bit, you know, a couple weeks prior, but he really seems to have found himself in these last two games. Talk about his improved play. Well, I don't think it's improved play. I think Sanders is being Sanders, and Sanders is just not making shots. He's, um, you know, he's always done, even when he wasn't scoring points, he was always doing the other things. He was always filling up the stat sheet. I think that's where so many people are, are misled when it comes to Sanders. They they expect Sanders to get 20 to 25 points every single night. That's not who Sanders is. Sanders is not a great scorer. He's a really good basketball player that knows how to play the game. He plays the game with a tremendous feel. He plays the game with a tremendously high basketball IQ. He's a guy that understands how to play, and that's why Sanders is, is playing so well. He's found, he's found a way to lead others now. He's put his arm around P.J. Dozier. He, he, he's helping P.J. Dozier get through those rough patches, through those rough moments that, that freshmen go through, regardless of, of how highly touted you are. Uh, so I don't think Sanders has improved. You know, he's just making shots because he's always done the other things, but he's doing the other things. Not only is he playing all, and, and this is something I think, you know, fans need to understand. You know, this guy plays all three positions on the perimeter, and he does it at a very comfortable level. Uh, you have a lot of guys at this level that can't even play their one position at a comfortable level. He plays all three at, uh, at a very comfortable level, and he also finds time to guard the opponent's best perimeter score um, in crucial moments of the game. And he still finds a way to fill up the stat sheet from left to right. So, in, uh, early on, he received some criticism. You know, many people didn't think he developed, which I think is absolutely ludicrous if you don't think a guy like Sanders uh, Thornwell uh, developed from his freshman year to now. He had some injuries, and um, oftentimes when you're not an athlete, you haven't been injured before, you don't necessarily understand the impact, the residual impact it has on guys, especially when you're talking about, remember, we weren't talking about one knee, we were talking about two knees. We were talking about two knees to impact jumping. If you can't jump in the game of basketball, everything that you do is impacted in a negative manner. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Kerry Rich talking men's basketball here. The Gamecocks now 21-3 and on the year and 8-3 and in SEC play and tied for first in the conference standings right now. We invite you to download the free phone apps that allow you to listen to Gamecock Central Radio on your phone. We've got an iPhone app, an Android app, and we're on iTunes. Just search Gamecock Central Radio for all three. Kerry, the Gamecocks went deep onto the bench last night, and this is something I wanted to talk about with you. Frank Martin is really pushing the buttons good with this team right now, and you know, we saw the Gamecocks get into a little bit of foul trouble in the second half. We saw some uh, some new players, maybe some some names that Gamecock fans not, might not be very familiar with, come in and make a major contribution last night. Raymond Doby played big. Uh, Jamal Gregory is a player uh, whose role has increased as the season has gone on. 
So talk about the depth. Gamecock bench outscored LSU 31-14 last night. Well, that's why you always have to trust the coach. Um, I know as much as um, we as outsiders and spectators, I think we know the team and the players better than the coaches. Um, I think last night was, was a testament that the coaches know the players better than we know the players. And um, Raymond Dovey has been uh, practicing well prior to uh, last night's game. Now, none of them practiced well on Tuesday. Um, <laughs> the, the team didn't practice well at all on Tuesday, but Raymond had been practicing well, and Jamal Gregory is uh, slowly uh, coming along. And um, I know we've seen some fantastic dunks. We've seen some highlights, and we've, we've found a way to appreciate the athleticism but he's still learning how to play um, more than one play. Frank's charge to him is uh, make more than one wild play. Uh, give me more than just one wild moment because that one wild moment that you're a part of may also be the one wild moment uh, that goes against us as a team. So i got to get you to understand every possession. i got to get you to concentrate on details that come with every possession. And uh, he's slowly getting there. Uh, but I thought both played well last night and then, in crucial minutes, especially with a couple of key guys being in foul trouble. You can get breaking Gamecock news alerts delivered to your email inbox. Just text USC to 42828. Text USC to 42828 or check out the Gamecock Central homepage for more information. Carry a, a tough test coming up on Saturday. We talked about this critical stretch of, of games with teams that are in the top half of the SEC standings, and the Gamecocks have already beaten a&M and LSU, but now Kentucky comes to the Colonial Life Arena for a noon tip on Saturday. So no time to rest on your laurels. You know, the fan base feels really good about everything that's going on right now, and these last two wins have been important, but you got to get ready to play on Saturday. So how will the Gamecocks go about doing that? Well, the Gamecocks will be ready, and as uh, I, I happened to be around the team a little bit last night, and I can just tell you that uh, there wasn't a lot of celebrating. There, there, there wasn't a lot of over-the-top emotion with regards to, you know, beating LSU. They didn't, um, it just wasn't a lot of celebrating. They, they weren't over-the-top. Um, as a matter of fact, in Frank Martin's post-game wrap-up, he talked about working harder to make sure they don't return to that status that they once were at when they were barely winning games and they were on the other side of, uh, of, of winning and it wasn't a fun time. It was ugly. It was uncomfortable. And nobody wanted to be a part of it. So that was... Frank Martin's charge to the team right after the game. And I can promise you, without being at practice today, um, the practice is probably very, very intense, and none of us will be able to tell that they're coming off of a big win against LSU last night. All right, it's Kentucky at noon this Saturday at the Colonial Life Arena. Next week, Tuesday night game at Missouri, and then next Saturday home against Florida. So we're getting down to the stretch run here, Kerry. Uh, Gamecock basketball thinking about a possible SEC championship and uh, you know, certainly looks like the Gamecocks are in the tournament right now, even though they dropped out of the AP poll last week, still sitting at 20th in the coaches' poll. And now this win over LSU, you know, could put them back in that AP poll next week. But, you know, tournament hopes uh, certainly very much alive. And I think Carolina, you know, they feel like a sleeper team to write, to me right now, carry a team that can make some noise in March. Well, it, it, and, and I don't want to project that far out. Um, I, I think I'm around these guys a little bit too much. And I, just as a former player, um, my my mind won't let me think that far out without <laughs> understanding the importance of every single game, one game at a time. And that's where I'm at with this basketball team. Uh, they're going to continue to play one game at a time, and they're going to let the chips fall where they may after playing one game at a time. And I will tell you that, you know, it certainly helps when you think about the best teams in the league. It helps 
that you have LSU at home. It helps that you have Kentucky at home. It helps that you have Florida at home. It helps that you're going to Missouri, who's struggling a little bit. It helps that you get Tennessee at home. It helps that you uh, you go to Mississippi State. You've already beaten them. You know, so there are some things, uh, there are some variables in the equation that certainly uh, make you configure things just a little bit differently. Uh, but the reality of it is you still got to take care of business one game at a time. And, you know, this team hasn't been able to do it at a sustained level over the years. So this is new to them. So how do they remain focused? How do they find a way to, um, you know, concentrate every single game and, and play with that intensity, uh, play with that fervor, play with uh, play with the effort Frank Martin uh, demands from his team every single night? Uh, that's a That's a challenge. But the good thing about it is, uh, because they've won some games, because they've gone out and stolen a game um, against Texas A&M on the road, there's a confidence in place. There's a level and a degree of comfort that the guys are playing with right now. So uh, the days of going into games hoping to win are no longer in existence. These guys are going to a game now expecting to win, and that's a big difference. All right, Gamecocks still got some work to do, but they have put themselves in an excellent position Huge matchup with the Kentucky Wildcats coming up on Saturday, noon tip at the Colonial Life Arena. Carry an exciting time for Gamecock basketball fans. Man, we're looking forward to the remainder of the year. We appreciate your input as always. Thank you so much, Emerson. All right, that's Kerry Rich. You can read his work here on GamecockCentral.com. He's a regular guest here on Gamecock Central Radio. For Kerry Rich, I'm Emerson Phillips. We'll have more Gamecock men's basketball here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm.